0: Going on, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate. Uh, well, finally
0: well. there, bro. Finally there. Uh, keeps dropping.
1: Keep. man. Yeah, the reception we've got's not the greatest. It's uh, yeah. it is dropping a little bit. So for, for everyone listening, um, Mitch is from New Zealand. So we're we then trying to get his hotel service to connect, obviously, so we can get this podcast out. I mean, this is obviously something we've been in the works for a while. Um, but I think we're on. I think we're I think we're working all right. So How's my mic on your end? You hear me okay?
0: Yeah, bro. It's good now. I think it's, um, I found a good spot. So, no, good.
1: Yeah. Nice one. <coughs> Don't
0: move an inch. All right,
1: matey. So, before I introduce you too much, um, I'll just give people a, a quick rundown. So, basically, we connected over, over Instagram. You, you saw a post of Wilder House, probably, what, two months ago, do you reckon?
0: Yeah, about two months ago, bro. Yeah. Yeah, about that. That's
1: about two months ago. And, um, you know, you've had a bit of... You know, I don't like to swear on my podcast, but you've had a little bit of stuff going in your life. So a little bit of stuff that's, you know, kind of been in your control, but also out of your hands all at the same time, um, which also includes you getting deported back to New Zealand from Australia. Um, and as we said, we hooked up on Instagram, we started chatting. Um, your Instagram account has gone up by like 200 followers since me and you started connecting. I, I remember you were just over 400 and now I think you're nearly in the 700.
0: Yeah, it's, it's gone up a bit, bro. Um, yeah, it's not. good. So it's
1: definitely it's definitely growing. So you know you're, you're someone that wants to, I suppose, remind the world that you can heal, and uh, and that's what this is what this podcast today is about. It's about you know self help, self development, and obviously overcoming your past to make sure that your future is bright. Which yeah. is um, one of the reasons why I wanted to put you on here, and obviously you know, you know not just get people exposed to who you are, but to get you a little bit out of your comfort zone, and uh, and learn how to speak because you know down the track, then I can see us going to. Different venues, doing these little chats. Once the the world starts, and obviously people can run out in crowds again and whatnot. But when we start talking, we can talk about how to help yourself, how to get yourselves out of the slump, and you know how to sort of create a better life for yourself and also your family. So, Mitch, how old are you? And uh, give us a quick rundown.
0: Um, before we start, bro, I just thought I'd jump on here and um, just say thank you for you know letting me jump on today and um, talk about the struggle that I'm going through at the moment. And I think it's just more to show people. It doesn't matter what struggle you're going through. There's always, you know, um, light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, There's always light at the
1: end of the tunnel. It might seem like you're in the darkest place at the time, but yeah. you know, you're not the only person. And, and people have got to remember you're not the only one in that dark place. You know, other people have been there, and it's okay to speak out, isn't it? It's okay to ask for help if you need to. Yeah, bro. That's
0: I think. Yeah, just coming up, being honest is the best best way to, you know, um, just being honest about your journey. And there's no point um, hiding it. So yeah, here we go. Hundred percent. How old are you, Mitch? Just just out of curiosity. Uh, twenty-two, bro. Twenty-two. So you're twenty-two,
1: and I mean, you know, generally when I get people on here, they've got a bit of a life experience, and they and they talk about life itself or what you know the, the future holds for them. For you at the moment, it's a little bit unknown. But yeah. you know, for 20, someone that's only 22 and realised that he was heading down the wrong path, to want to get back on track and obviously do the right thing and and make something out of your life is amazing, man. Because at that vulnerable stage of you know coming out of your early or well, your late teens and into your early 20s, you kind of don't know what the right or wrong path is. So you just sort of go with what you think you're doing is right or what you think is best or what your friends are doing at the time, and it's not always you know leading you in the right direction. So for someone like yourself to see that you have had to do uh-huh. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. So, that's kudos <laughs> to you. So, yeah. quickly, before we start, man, i I'd like to ask quick five, you know, silly and dumb questions. So, basically, yep. man, we, we start off with something that you might not want to answer, but give it your best shot. What do you prefer? Do you prefer the Australian lifestyle or New Zealand, or is it basically the same?
0: Um, probably the Australian lifestyle, bro. You know, hot weather. Um, I haven't really, obviously, I grew up, I'm a left. Moved over to Australia when I was 13, you know, so, um, yeah. yeah, I've been to Australia most of my life, so yeah, I'd say Australia, bro. Australia, alright, oh, no worries,
1: man, that's no offence to any of New Zealand, New Zealand's <laughs> a beautiful country, yeah. which is what I want to bring on to my next, so, do you prefer
0: the beach, or are you more of a snow goer? Uh beach, bro, yeah, beach, but I'm definitely yeah, keen to get into, what? since I'm back here now, I'm definitely keen to get into snowboarding or, you know yeah man you might as well hit the slopes while you can um
1: all right man so what, what would you prefer to do on your downtime are you someone that would prefer to go to the pub with your mates and have a drink or are you someone that just likes to kick back in your own space read a book and just you know sort of just have a bit of a chilled relaxed day
0: um if you asked me two years ago mate I would have been all for going out with the boys having a few beers um but now I think my life's my life's changed, um, dramatically and, I'm actually enjoying this, um, being alone and just chilling out and get, getting my own time. You know.
1: Yeah, nice one, man. I appreciate that answer. Um, and then when it comes to sport, what
0: would you say your favourite sport is to watch or play? Um, I like watching cricket, bro. Um, footy, yeah, I, like I, I get into. Any, I can watch any sport, bro. Um, but yeah, p- p- probably NRL. <clears throat>
1: NRL, so I was going to ask you, obviously living in Australia, um, I know from New South it's, it's NRL Matt. but did you ever get to watch an AFL game, Aussie Rules?
0: Uh, no, I didn't bro, I haven't really gotten into AFL, um, yeah, I haven't really gotten into it before, but yeah.
1: Because I know a lot of people regard it as uh, aerial
0: ping pong, which are,
1: <laughs> I find a classic, but um, yeah, man, I, I love my AFL, I've had a few of the boys on the show before and um, it's something that, you know obviously I quite enjoy so if I was going to pick a sport have to be the AFL yeah. the boys got up yesterday the whole time yeah. um, alright last question man and you know this one's you know bit of a bit of a silly one but iPhone or Samsung phone
0: iPhone all day all day oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah my whole family nice, my, whole, my f- whole family's Android and they want me to change over but yeah no, nah, sticking to the good old iPhone yeah, no, I've got to admit I've always been with the Apple as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did, I did try the Samsung just because it was a cheaper deal with Telstra a few years back, but um, the Samsung just kept freezing on me, and the screen was so easy to break. I think I went through like four or five screens, so yeah. I've gone back to the, the traditional Apple, and she's just staunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I wouldn't mind getting a little bit into the into the podcast now, and I suppose this one can get a, a, as deep as we want it to get, or you know, we can we can just uh, let people get a bit of an insight into you, and obviously, I want to touch base with you down the track once you're out of your self isolation. Yep. So at the moment, just give the I suppose the listeners a bit of an understanding of your circumstances. So you're you're in New Zealand at the moment, and how many days are you into uh, self isolation in your hotel?
0: Um, seven days in. Um, I flew out on Wednesday. Um, yeah, currently just sitting in Auckland um isolation, which it's been good bro. It's just be good to um have a bit of downtime by myself and think about some shit. I don't I think um when you're locked up and you're around all them people all the time, you don't really get a bit of your own time. So like I said before, I used to I used to hate being by myself, bro. I used to always need someone around and always, you know, but now I think um just growing as a person I'm actually enjoying this downtime bro. So yeah, I've just been chilling bro. Um Planning shit, you know. Training, making do with what I've got, you know. But um, definitely keen to next seven more days, and I'm out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're halfway
1: through, and I've got to admit, man. You even today, I think it must have been raining, and you're out there still getting your push-ups in and just getting into it, which is awesome, bro. So obviously, you know, you got to you got to be your own motivation sometimes, and that's what you're doing at the moment. You keep, which you know, I've spoken to you before, and you've definitely spoken to me when I've had my down days and those days you just don't want to get up but you know yeah it's uh, it's up to you to force yourself to get up and just go through those motions and, and get your own head right uh when it you know obviously comes to it so you're heading in the right direction man so you moved to australia at the age of 13. Yeah. did you move over with your family or how did it come about moving to australia and where did you base yourself in australia? um
0: obviously all the um earthquakes in new zealand Christchurch, come above um and then um Mum and Dad, obviously, big shout out to them for giving me the opportunity to um, <clears throat> obviously move move over to Australia. Like they used to work their ass off to get, um, give the position to um, give us kids the best life and uh, move over to Australia. Um, and then we moved over, and um, yeah, like Aussie life was good, bro. Fucking, I loved it. Midwither, with a you know young bloke, Midwither, with a hot chicks. Um, I still remember the day. I still remember the day Mum saying, "Oh, we're going to move to Aussie." I was like, "Oh yeah, mad!" And then you know, typical male. You know, I was still, obviously still young, but um, I think you just go, "Oh yeah, hot weather, mad, mad looking girls." So let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. I was excited, bro. So yeah
1: first thing goes into a 13-year-old <laughs> Hot weather, beach and girls. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and whereabouts did you guys translate to? So whereabouts did you move to Australia? And was that your main home for the majority of the of your stay or your visit or whatever you want to call it? Um, or have you moved around a little bit?
0: No, we just uh, moved over to Brisbane. And, yeah, we've um, we stayed there ever since, bro. And just, yeah. And Brisbane's a gorgeous little... Well, it's not little anymore. It's a, it's a, it's a
1: gorgeous city. I, um, I'm close to Brisbane. I'm up on the Sunshine Coast. I'm not too far from it. And, you know, you, you've got best of both worlds. You can come up to the beach when you need to. you got that city vibe, you know, at night if you want to head out and have a few brewskis with your boys. Yeah. Um, you got best for both words I come from Melbourne and Melbourne's a great so you don't get me wrong but the weather in winter is just hectic yeah. and uh, I think that's something you're going to experience now that you move back to New Zealand is the winter days man you would be putting that pink hoodie on every day I reckon
0: yeah bro for sure um, I think that's one thing I'm going to definitely miss bro the weather you know but um, that's the thing man I'm back in Auckland at the moment and um, the weather's not too bad man like I thought it was going to be I thought I had to be rugged up head to toe but I'm out there at night um wearing shorts and t-shirts so that's probably why i am probably come down with the um, flu the last couple of days but yeah.
1: Yeah, you getting the symptoms
0: yeah. out. Oh, I don't think it's COVID bro but I think it's just a bit <laughs> of the man flu, you know, change of weather.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, It mean, highly doubt it is but you know what they say man, I think there's like five different symptoms you got to look out for to get yourself tested. It's, um, have you actually been tested by that swab thing? It goes halfway down your nose.
0: Yeah, bro. Um, they came and got me the other day um, and um, pulled me down for a test. So that'll be coming. The results for that will be coming in the next couple of days. So. Yeah, man. Fingers crossed is negative, which more than likely it will be, but it's yeah. not
1: a very nice test to undertake. And, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's something you, you want to catch at the moment because... The cases are just multiplying again over in Victoria and I think New South Wales has just been hit by a few cases as well. So yeah, fingers but... crossed um, we get back on top of it. Uh, now, talking a little bit, obviously, about yourself, did you get involved with the wrong crowd, would you say, or do you think you just were, you didn't have that mentality you do now and you just you were making your own sort of silly judgment call? So where do you think everything sort of made a turning point for you?
0: Um, I don't like to pass the blame off and say that I got caught into the wrong crowd because at the end of the day, I think everybody entitled to their own... At the end of the day, nobody's forcing to do it, you know? So, obviously, yeah, I was hanging around, maybe hanging around the, the wrong sort of people, but I wouldn't... I'm not going to sit there and say it was their fault, you know, because at the end of the day, I was my own person. But, yeah, I think I just uh, went down that... Just got into the party scene, bro, and uh, one thing led to another and, um... Before I knew it, um, yeah, just just went downhill and um, faced some pretty dark times. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a very mature response to say. So you haven't you haven't actually blamed anyone for any of your circumstances. You admit that you are your own person, which yeah. honestly, man, is, is a hard thing to admit. So most yeah. people, when something goes wrong in their life, they like to pinpoint it on someone. Sometimes it's a family member, a loved one, or it can be the circle of friends that they're associating with. So this is what I like about you in the early stages that you and I have obviously been talking. That is, you do not blame anyone for what's happening in your life. You've taken, you know, on board that you've made the wrong decision or you've made some wrong decisions and you want to amend that and you obviously want to make peace with yourself and uh, you've got a partner now, and obviously you want to give her the best life that she can have as well. So, dude, obviously you've turned your mindset around. Have you always been like this, or is this something that you just sort of come to terms with?
0: No, I've I've grown a lot as a person, bro. Like um, back in the day, yeah, I would have blamed anyone, you know. Um, but now, I think I think the two big thing about drug addiction, like <clears throat> obviously, I, I had um, I had my own place. Um, I was drifting from my family like I'm real used to be a real family used to be a real tight family you know and then once I started getting on the drugs and started doing all that sort of stuff um, I started you know um, being real um, distance from them mum and dad didn't really know what was going on to the full extent Um yeah but yeah now I think it's just jumping on here and just opening up and just admitting admitting that like don't be ashamed of where you've been you know what I mean I think it's more where where you end up um, and, and who you are as a person. I think we all make mistakes and I think the only way to grow as a person is to learn from the mistakes, you know?
1: We, 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 oh man, we all make mistakes and that's, I think, one of the, the biggest triggers here is you mentioned the word drug addiction. Yeah. When you have an addiction, can you explain to people that obviously haven't had that addiction what it's like to be addicted to something or rely on something? That you're taking it to the excessive amount that you're just not you anymore?
0: Uh, good question, bro, good question. Um,
1: and it is hard to explain, but try and, to, try and explain it as best as you can.
0: Yeah, it's hard to explain just because people that haven't been through it, um, it's hard for them to realise what's going on at the time, you know? I got to the point where... Um, it got to the point, like, so obviously I started going out drinking. One thing led to another. It started off with... um. Once a month, and then every so often, every second week, and then it got to the point, man, where I was locked like I relied on it. So um, I was finishing off bags on the way to work um, in the morning. <clears throat> um, I remember some some days at work, I'd be um, doing doing um, getting that high in the toilets, um, organizing organizing stuff for after work. Um, I think my biggest problem too, man, was. Every time I had a beer in my hand or started like get, get um go out and get, get like ha, um have a few drinks, that's when I needed it. You know, what I mean, not needed it, but like that's when it triggered it even more. You know,
1: it went and went both in hand. Hey, you couldn't just have oh, a beer yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You couldn't have a beer without a bag.
0: Yeah, definitely needed a bag with a beer. You know,
1: <laughs> and and this is this is the thing about addiction is people don't want to admit it to themselves or they, or they don't want to talk about it. So, yeah. you know, you first came to me and said, man, you know, I've listened to your podcast here. If you, if you give me the chance, I would love to talk. Yeah. Um, I'm stoked, man, that me and you did connect and, and I've given you this opportunity and you've given me the opportunity to obviously talk to you about it because lots of my listeners have, have made mistakes in their life or they've had a, a type of addiction, whether it be alcohol or drugs or, or anything in between. Um, and then to hear it from a, a young person that's 22 wanting to speak up about it, yeah, you, you're going to be an inspiration, man, to a lot of people. I, I just recently hit 14,000 listeners on the podcast. So yeah. for everyone listening, I appreciate your support so much. Guys, obviously... You know, keep asking the questions, keep telling me who you want on the show and what you want to listen to and who you want to hear. But um, I hope you're listening to this particular podcast because I have interviewed some really cool young people. I, I interviewed a young girl. Her name was Lily. Um, she lives over in the UK. She's only 16 and she got severely picked on bro that she got. She actually dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. So she actually left school to that extent. And she she took up jitsu, which was like her awakening or something that helped her out. Yeah. and it's something that I, I want to talk to you about as well so with the addiction where was the wake-up call or was your wake-up call when it was too late and you found yourself in a bit of trouble what point do you think you recognize that part where you said something's got to change in my life
0: um I think too when you're on it like obviously w- when you're on the drugs and stuff like if you asked me if, if you talked if you said to me two years ago Mitchell you got a problem bro I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to you, you know I'd be like nah I'm I'm fine. I'm in control, but it's not until you get off all that some um, substance and bad shit, you realise holy shit! Like I was in a bad place. Um, with the when when I found out it was too late, I think it really hit me when yeah it was too late, bro. I remember <clears throat> it was a Friday afternoon. Got a knock at the door, um, and there was a cop. there was the police. Um, they took me back to Ipswich Police Station. And they didn't give me bail, so obviously, I had a lawyer and shit at the time. Um, and it wasn't until my lawyer came in on Wednesday and I was going to go for bail, but how bail works is when you if you if you want to get bail, you have to have it a bail address, yeah. Um, yeah, and then it wasn't until my lawyer came in and said, um, your mum and dad, um, they don't want you at your house, um, they're not giving you, um, they're not giving their address for like to get bail, you know. And that's yeah, the And up. that was bro That was hard bro Like that was um, But big respect To mum and dad For um, showing me tough love And um, Like you know Saying no Because at the end of the day If If I did get out and bail um, I don't think There was enough A wake up call You know what I'm trying to say I think I would have just Done the same shit And then Man, uh, yeah.
1: can can, we, can I just Can I just give a massive Shout out to your parents
0: Yeah no. big, big love what, Big
1: what's love your, What's your mum What's your dad's name
0: um, Amanda Wakeland and Bruce Wakeland.
1: Guys, up, Bruce, tough love. That's one of the hardest things you've got to make that decision as a parent is at what stage do you keep supporting, you know, your son or your daughter or at what, what stage do you say, you know what, you're an adult now, you've made some really big mistakes and you've got to wear this on the chin. It's not a decision, obviously, man, and, and you'll know this as you become a parent or if, you know, you ever have someone that you love and you see them going down a, a downhill spiral, at what point do you actually say you're on your own? That's,
0: that's, yeah, that's it, bro. And that's that's the, that's that's the thing about addiction too, bro. It's it's not until something bad happens, like, isn't, like it's you can't tell somebody, that you can tell them over and time and time again to get off the drugs or help them, but until they've hit rock bottom or they want to change themselves, bro, it's... Yeah, it's never... I, I, personally, I don't think it's ever going to happen, you know?
1: So, so, tell me, what's your relationship like now with your mum and dad?
0: Oh, mum and dad, like, they're my best friends, you know? I talked to mum. They were there. Um, yeah, the other thing too, I obviously got locked up. Um, another The first week I got locked up, I still remember um, the look on mum's face, just crying, you know, looking through that jail, jail cell, um, waiting to go visit her, you know? And that was... That was tough, bro, you know. So that's what um, I think that's what's going to keep, keep me pushing, you know what I mean? And just show that I just want to make them proud, bro. I just want to just shine that I can and can do it. And that's my old side of me, you know? <laughs> so
1: obviously, you saw your mum's face. Yeah. And. That's the face that you would never want to see. Hey, you yeah. never want that feeling where you've gone, shit, I have really let my mum down. Yeah. Or I've really let that person that I care about down. Yeah. That you 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 would have gone back into, you know, your little, is it like a tube or like your little cell or or whatever it may have been that night? And yeah. did you just think something's gotta change? Or did you think, what can I do to make it up to mum? Or you know do you remember going back and thinking about anything or is it for length like can um you explain that emotion and the feeling towards you know your mum's first
0: visit um obviously i think i got back to my um my jail cell and back then i had a um, one out just for a couple of nights before you go into the um into a new, new unit and i just broke down bro you know i just just thought fuck like i'm at rock bottom here like something's got to change you know um And then I think it was just um, about fixing the bond with mum and dad, and me and mum, me and mum, and uh, my two sisters would write letters to each other. So I think yeah, it was just patching everything back up. And bro, everything's been um, it's been good ever since, you know. That's amazing. So so
1: that was do you think a bit of a turning point for your mum, or at what point that they sort of come back into your life or the picture? of, Wanting to help you again, was it anything in
0: particular that you can think of? Um, not. Um, don't get me wrong, we had we had lots of good discussions while in jail. You know, she was obviously she was still worried about me getting out and um, doing the dumb shit and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's a turning point. I think mum, mum, just mum, just being mum and um started supporting me again, you know, just just realised that I wasn't in a good place and needed her support. But she was always
1: she was always supporting you. It was just a different kind of support.
0: Yeah, I was I was selfish, bro. I just um to be blunt, I just honestly I was selfish, but I didn't care about anyone but myself, you know, I pushed all of them away. Um which yeah hurts me thinking about it, you know, but I'm I'm grateful <clears throat> um that we're we're back at where we were, you know, and tight family again so no it's good
1: awesome so you're back in New Zealand yep what's the aim for the rest of this year and the years to come tell me a little bit of what's next for Mitch
0: um oh my goals my goals I think bro to be a everybody when you ask people about their goals and stuff they they want a lot of money and fast cars and nice house and this thing but I think for me bro it's just um a big thing for me bro it's just being happy with myself bro you know just just um yeah, because I have, bro, I haven't been happy for years, man. Like, it's been a it's been an uphill battle, and I'm finally getting at the top of it, bro. And things are starting to look good, you know. So, obviously, when I get myself good, start being happy, and um, all that sort of stuff, or if, everything else will get um, followed behind, you know. And obviously, yeah, obviously give back to my mum and dad and make them proud, man. Because yeah, like big shout out for them. Like I put them through through hell and back over the last couple of years, and now nah, it's just good to be. Good to be on the other side, bro, and yeah, finally, um, just feeling good, bro, and yeah, my energy, yeah, just like, yeah, just so content at the moment, bro. So just keep keeping it up, you know.
1: Yeah, man, and, and obviously, amending your wrongs, like proving to them that you can make something of your life. Yeah, and it's a personal question, but do you see yourself as a father figure or or becoming a father down the
0: track? Yeah, bro, I'd love to be. Um, I'd love to be a father, bro. It'd be good just to have little girl or boy in my life to, you know, um, show them the way of life too, you know, I think it would just be, yeah, real good for me, you know.
1: And, and throughout this whole period, you know, I've gone through addiction, yep. making mistakes, obviously paying for those mistakes, yep. restarting your life in New Zealand. How do you think that's going to affect you as, as a father figure now compared to if you didn't go through that shit? Um... Do, do, do you think when do you think when your your son or your daughter or you know do you think when they're struggling in life you'll have more of an understanding and you'll be able to mentor them a bit better
0: or yeah or, for sure bro yeah just because I've been through it you know what I mean um like I said before I think it's hard for people to understand not understand but when someone's walk the walk with you like if you talk to somebody that's walked the walk you you, you can connect to them a bit more you know what I mean so I think going through the struggle i will about to pass on that help if somebody else is going through the same sort of stuff. So if it's my daughter or um, son, i I think we'll about to connect a bit on that deeper level, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and your mates the same degree as well, I man. If you see someone that you know is going through a bit of a rough patch, or they're doing something that you know could get them in a bit of trouble, yeah, are you one now to speak up and say, you know, bro, like I've been where you're at the moment, man, and you're better than this, or
0: yeah, bro. My by the way, anyone struggling going through that shit. Um, I know what it's like, and my DMs always open. Like, you know, I'm only a phone call away. So, yeah, I'm always, you know, <laughs> um, willing to help people, bro. Just because when you're at rock bottom, man, just coming from my experience, it's not a nice place, you know. So, and I'd hate for anyone else to end up in the same position I did.
1: So, with your Instagram account, I'm going to tag you. I tag everyone that I have on the show.
0: Yeah. Just so
1: like any of the listeners and my followers can obviously follow your account and give a bit of a bit of a follow, a bit of a stalk, whatever they like. And um, if anyone is struggling out there or they're going through withdrawals, um, any type of addiction or they've been in trouble before, um, hit Mitch up. Um, just just give him a DM and, and say, you know, I really felt what you said uh, throughout this podcast. And, and, and just as Mitch said, he's got seven days left of his isolation in New Zealand before he's out. So he's got seven days to get back to his. Um, I think one of my mates has already reached out to you just recently and that would have been Dom Dom sent you a message the other day and uh, Jackson as well Jackson Tippett
0: yeah big respect for them boys big um, respect for them boys um, Now nah, it's good just um, people reaching out and showing their love and appreciation for because the last couple of days I've just been posting just posting stuff man because I think the world on Instagram is just um, shows a perfect life bro and it's far from a perfect life bro you know I think everybody goes through a struggle um, and people need to
1: know that, you know. Man, 100%. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate being on the show. This is probably the longest podcast that I've done. We've nearly gone 30 minutes, bro. So um, we've obviously touched on some pretty serious subject matters, um, some stuff that's really, you know, affected you in your life and, and how you've overcome it. Next time I get you on, man, I want to see how you're doing in New Zealand, what you're doing for work um, <laughs> and obviously, you know, how we're going to keep going with this collaboration more exposure in this social media bubble that that people only know is a positive thing we want to show people that you can overcome things as well and you know you can be a better version of yourself which is i think what i want to call this episode a better version so um thank you so much for your time um anything you want to finish off with bro this is your time to shine and then um i've got to cut us out
0: now just jump on here bro and just thank you once again for letting me jump on Today and shine a bit, um, bit on my life. Um, but no, it would be good to jump on a couple, a uh, few more weeks, and we'll, we'll, we'll um, yeah, we'll keep going. All right, bro. I'll talk to you soon, man. Take care. Bye, Appreciate Bye. your time. Bye. See you, mate. Bye. Respect. Bye.